Welcome back to Top Track, the weekly podcast that breaks down, scrutinizes, analyzes one rock album at a time. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew. I'm another of your hosts, Matt. How are you doing, Matt? How's it going, Andrew? It's going really well. Yeah. And today is October 29th. And as we do in the intermittent weeks, we do a quick run through the notable music events that occurred on this day uh, throughout rock history. So yeah. October, October 29th. Uh, this is to tide over all of our top tracolites uh, until a real episode, right? That's right. That's okay. right. So we'll be back next week with a new album. Uh, we'll be back with letter C next week. Yeah. So, have you uh, heard any complaints about this new uh, segment or anything? No, I think people like it. And speaking of our our top track, top trackalites is that <laughs> top trackalites? Yeah. Top trackalites. I think it might be a good idea to give a shout out to a couple of our top trackalites before we jump in. I want to give a shout out to Desiree, Chris, Elizabeth, who said that they enjoy the show. So thanks. Thanks for listening, guys. Also, Clay, Colleen. Clay, Colleen. Jean, I think, is listening. All right. Billy Jean, King. Uh, Also, somebody from Sweden. I'm presuming it's a member of the royal family in Sweden, maybe the king himself. So shout out to him. um, We're doing pretty well overseas. We have listeners in Germany, the Netherlands, and and you're right, Sweden. So See, Deutschland, huh? I didn't yeah, know that one. Yeah, and then of course we have a couple listeners in the uh, the Great White North up in Canada. Right on. All right, we call this segment as we did last time. We call it Top Track Almanac. I wanted to start off with something that jumped right to the top of the page. Mm. All right, uh, on this day in 1983, on October 29th, 1983, Islands in the Stream. Mm. That's a good one. It went straight to number one. It was a duet by the great Kenny Rogers. May he rest in peace. He died, right? Or is he, he still alive? Okay. <laughs> yes, he's dead, sir. I, I'm not going to eulogize people. I, I don't do a very good job of no, that. No, yeah, uh, you did it fine. God rest <laughs> his soul. Uh, he knew Kenny, when to fold him. <laughs> Kenny Rogers and um, his partner, Dolly Parton. Oh, my gosh. His Dolly say- partner. Nice. Can you say enough good things about Dolly Parton, though? No. Let's take a sidebar. She's great. I mean, just a wonderful human being. She's the best. Uh, did you know who wrote this song? The Bee Gees, right? Yeah, Barry Gibb. Okay, that Bee Gee? Barry Gibb, the Bee Gee? The Bee Gee. Okay, yeah, he's I a think, talented soul. Yeah, I think he was the pre- he was the preeminent songwriter yeah in the bgs and i think he wrote i think a couple of them also wrote songs for others when disco sadly went its way (laughs) yeah um it got overtaken by better forms of music that that it did that it did uh but this was uh this an amazing song by the way Mm -hmm. um and it was on the album uh eyes that can see in the dark Okay. What would you do? Man, with how did you know that? Nice pull. It's, just, nice it's all in pull. service of the top track of lights. Is, is it the beer that did that? It is the beer. This wow, is that's a impressive. Leffa, uh, Belgian ale. Uh, compliments of Vasily and Jeanette Dubenin, who mm-hmm. left this at my house. So oh, thanks, Vasily and Jeanette. I know. Yeah, I know Jeanette. I do know them. Yeah. yeah. 
That's um, awesome. But what would you do with, with eyes that could see in the dark, Andrew? I don't think I'd, I'd get very far with it. Yeah. I don't think uh, it'd be very... So that was the name of the album? That was the, it was kind of a creepy album name. I don't really know this album very well, except it's got this song on it. Yeah. Um, this, is, this song is strong enough to carry, and yeah. otherwise... Do you remember this this song had a, an unlikely resurgence in the uh, in the aughts um, by the Fugees, Ghetto That's Superstar. Right. Ghetto Superstar. Uh, in an unlikely film, Bulwark with What's Warren that? Beatty. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's right. What a what a strange moment in history. That is. That but I'll is. take this I'll take this song in all its forms though. Dude. No, it's great. Um, this song was originally intended for Marvin Gaye. Hmm. And I wonder, this came out in 1983, Marvin Gaye may have been, may have seen his untimely death by the time, maybe that's why it didn't go to him. I don't know. I can't remember when he died. I think he died around this time though, 83 or 84. I guess I could look it up. Yeah. No, I'll I'll buy that for a dollar. All right. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So yeah. So um, Islands in the Street, number one uh, in the US as a duet. Originally it was going to be just Kenny Rogers. Okay. And he apparently gave it a few shots on his own, and Dolly happened to be in the studio next door, pulled okay. her in, boom, number one. This That's is how one you do of it. the great duets. It is. It is. What else happened today? Uh, let's see. Also today, Axl Rose mm. announces that Slash is no longer a member of Guns N' Roses. And so then Slash goes and forms Velvet Revolver, while a- Axel, I guess, keeps GNR going what, with a variety of different uh, lineups. Sure. And this was right when, this is probably two or three years after their Spaghetti Incident album, which I guess was their last, which was like their final album. Okay. And then I guess Chinese Democracy probably came out a couple years later. Were you a fan a of. A couple years, like uh, maybe 20? <laughs> You're, wait a second, I'm way off, aren't I? Yeah, when, did, when did Chinese like, democracy just, that, finally that make it? It came out like five years ago, dude. No, it's yeah. been longer no, than that. No, man. I uh, promise you it's been right, longer than that. Okay, up. now we've got to look it up. We're we doing do some have, fact checking. All right, We're all doing right. some rare research on this show. I'm going to guess, speak. yeah, I'm going to guess early, early aughts. I'm going to guess 90, I'm going to guess 2001, yeah. 2000. Okay, We're, we'll see. 2008. Oh, okay. So we're okay. both wrong. Yeah, both we split, right. we split I mean, the difference. Yeah. We're right there in the middle. We're, yeah, neither of us are wrong. What a what a dubious HR decision uh, for a band leader to, to cut Slash from your band. It's pretty ballsy. Yeah, things pretty uh, ballsy. Things went real well after that. Yeah, well, you know, you got the front man and the you need that guitarist with like the mystique. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, it's the almost famous thing. It's uh, you need the the Joe Perry to the Steven Tyler, the Keith Richards to the Mick Jagger, the Slash go. to the Axl Rose. The yin and the yang. Yeah. The, the Jimmy Page to the uh, Robert Plant. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to have the front man and you got to have the guitarist with Mystique. Slash was the perfect counterpoint. Yeah. And the, uh, the John Oates to your Daryl Hall. The Simon to your Garfunkel. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that that was in 1996, and then Velvet Revolver. Well, actually, he did. He did, did Slash he do the, the Snake Pit. Sn- the Snake Pit years, came. Yeah. Was snake was pit. the Snake Pit 
in conjunction with Guns N' Roses, or was the Snake Pit in between? Did he get kicked out and then? The Snake Pit came after. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can't say I've listened to much Snake Pit. Have you? I I gave it a shot. Okay. I was a big GNR guy. Sure. Like, I loved them. Sure. So sure. I was, was gonna. It? I gave all. Yeah. I gave. Um, what was the? Um, gosh, who am I thinking? Um, Juju Hounds. The the. Who was the other guitarist? Why am I blanking? The one that left early on after Appetite and after Lies. Is it Matt something? No. No, that was the drummer. It wasn't Duff. No, Duff was the bass player. Hmm. Why can I not remember the rhythm guitar player? Oh my Nobody gosh. ever remembers the rhythm guitar player. I mean, <laughs> Tom Fogarty, dude. Just disparaging Tom Fogarty once again. Did I totally just make up that they had another guy that... Uh, no, nah, there's another guy in there. He, he plays. Izzy Stradlin. Izzy Stradlin. That's right. Izzy Stradlin in the Juju Hounds. Okay, so okay. he had his own uh, outfit. He put together a side project uh, after he left the band. Before this is before Use Your Illusion even. And I thought you were about to tell me this was before you were born. <laughs> Feels like it was that long ago. But no, Izzy Izzy had a side project probably like in like 91, 92, okay. like really early on. Well, we'll keep that in mind for the S's. Uh, Izzy yeah. Stradlin and the Juju Hounds. Izzy Stradlin and the Juju Hounds. So, uh, yeah. Listeners, if you'd like to hear that, leave a comment nowhere. All right, so what else happened on this That was it, just, day? just those two just things. Just those two things. Well, that's enough. Uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood released their debut album, Welcome to the Pleasure Dome, which had Relax. Frankie says Relax. Of it did, yeah. I don't know much else from that album, do you? Uh, no. Yes, there's one more song... Two, is it two wars or two? I was always impressed that uh, Relax just uh, played on the radio, just unedited, um, just for everybody to hear. It's it's a pretty bold song, subject matter-wise. What's it about? <laughs> Why don't you tell us? <laughs> well, I'll just say, Andrew, when it came on in the, in the car, when my mom was driving me around, it was an uncomfortable moment. Two tribes. Two tribes. Two tribes. That was the other song. I'll um, save you from having to tell that oh, thank you awkward so much. story. It was a big album. It had its moment. This was 84. Pretty popular yeah. album. Did you ever have a, a Frankie moment. Says Relax uh, shirt? I never did. That's I never too bad. did. I know. And now if I feel like if I got it now, I'd be just it's a too total. Late. It's too late. The moment it's has passed, yeah. Other big notable event, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon album breaks the record for most weeks on the Billboard album charts. When it eclipses Johnny's greatest hits, it's Johnny Mathis to you, uh, with 491 weeks. So Dark Side remained on the charts until 1988 when it finally dropped off with 724 weeks. Wow. And yeah. the runner-up was a Johnny Mathis album? Apparently so. And a greatest hits album, so that really doesn't count. Hmm. I, I mean, I guess it counts, but I don't know that you can count greatest hits albums i always feel like greatest hits albums should be excluded from the album sales record yeah, like when the eagles greatest hits record gets noted gets noted as like double diamond or whatever it was yeah that seems like it's, like, it's like saying the the dream team was the greatest basketball team of all time like yeah of Perfect. course it was yeah yeah it's like saying all-star teams are are better than every other team of course they are so those are the more of the notable events on, on this day, but there were some birthdays. There are some born on this days. Okay. Let's see, and I'll give them to you now. Randy Jackson of the Jackson Five, the, oh. ninth, the ninth child, born in 1961. He's both the youngest Jackson brother 
and the youngest child in the family until Janet is born five years later. Okay. Kevin Dubrow, lead singer of Quiet Riot, is born in L.A. in 1955. God rest his soul. Indeed. May he rock in peace. Indeed, indeed. Roger O'Donnell, keyboards, keyboardist for The Cure, born oh. in 1955, okay. same age as uh, Kevin Dubrow. Is he still with us? Did he at least make yeah. it? Yeah, okay. I think he's still there. He hasn't crossed over to the other plane? Right. All right. Denny Lane was a founding member of both the Moody Blues and Wings, was born in 1944. Are you familiar with Mr. Lane? Well, yeah, you know, I know him from his Wings work, but sure. um, man, what a great... What a great side man. Denny Lane always seemed like the kind of guy that just sort of kept to himself, never really just upset got the, the work op- done. Just didn't make waves, knew his role. Yeah. Never tried to compete for too much, you know, never tried to take attention away from the leaders of the band. Never tried to eclipse Paul McCartney. That would have been really hard to do. And that would have gotten you kicked out. So Denny Lane, a uh, smart guy. Peter Green. Oh. Pink Floyd. No. No, Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Sorry. Fleetwood Mac. Close. <laughs> Born in 1946. Oh, what a great so, guitarist. Yeah. F is coming up. We may do we may do a Fleetwood Mac album. We may, we may not. Okay. The question will be if we do a Fleetwood Mac Fleetwood Mac album, will it be a Fleetwood Mac album with Peter Green? Or will it be a, a Fleetwood Mac album with Lindsey Buckingham? It's the age I guess old we'll question. never know. So, yeah, the yeah. age old question. I guess we won't know till we get there. I hope we get to the F. Yeah, I think we'll make it. I think there are some dead days. These always bum me out. I know. Let's see, though. Let's see if there are any uh, of those who passed on to the other plane. Uh... Oh, uh, before we get there, Bobby Helms records Jingle Bell Rock on this day in 1957. Wow. He records it. It's not released on this day, 1957. It was just recorded. Right. But that's still notable. That'd be a little early. Nobody yeah. would think to release a Christmas song on October 29th. No, no, you're right. You're right. Unless but it you're must have. 96.1 The River. The, no, the most notable death would be Dwayne Allman of the Allman Brothers, oh. died in a motorcycle crash in Macon, Georgia, at age 24 mm. in 1971. So, Gone Too Soon, Indeed, Dwayne Allman. And then they recorded the album. Well, you you know the legend, right? He uh, crashed his motorcycle into a peach truck. Really? I did not know that. And they named their next album Eat a Peach. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So, trying to um, make light of an otherwise very, very serious situation. And I believe those are your your notable events. Okay. On October 29th. You know, we're just two days away from Halloween. We are. What are you going as, Andrew? I haven't totally decided yet. I guess I need to figure that out. I've only got only got 48 hours. So yeah. I'll need to work Better on that. Better get on that. I'll work on that. What about you? What are you going as? I usually go as, uh, as Nosferatu, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I have a Nosferatu mask that just hangs out in the closet, scaring the kids all year round. And for those who can't see what what's happening right now, Matt is on his phone, being really professional. I was. <laughs> I was trying to find out what happened today. Oh. <laughs> Were you really in 2023? Yes. Or, okay. All like right. trying to remember what happened to me today. <laughs> like what you had right. for dinner, yeah. what you had for lunch. Right. My wife puts it all in the calendar. Like you did these things today, you idiot. <laughs> but yeah, so those are your notable events, and. Um, we will be back 
next week with letter C. Letter C. Letter C. So okay. we have seven days. In alphabet. Yeah, the third letter in the alphabet. Keeping track at home. We have three. We have seven days to decide Ooh, what we're gonna a do. Pressure. A lot of pressure. A lot of good bands start with the letter C. There's Cheap Trick. Yeah. There's Elvis Costello. There's um, who else? Who Captain else and Tennille. Captain and Tennille. Clapton. Croce. Jim Croce. Mm-hmm. Will it be any of the aforementioned, or will it be somebody that hasn't been mentioned? <laughs> You'll have we, to tune we don't in. Know. We don't know yet. Well, you'll have to tune in. Only on Top Track. Thank you for listening. If you haven't followed us on Spotify or iTunes, you can do that now. Leave us an email, though. Tell us what you think of the show. Yeah, we like the electronic mail. We do. Yeah. We do. We've we gotten like... some real talk in the electronic mail. You can also call our hotline, 1-800-TOP-TRACK. Yeah. We've gotten, email... <laughs> we've gotten emails that were mostly favorable. Yeah. <laughs> but also real. Uh, no punches pulled. No, just no. straight talk like friends do. And if you call our one eight hundred top track, maybe we'll even play your voicemail on the show. That'd be delightful um, for yeah. all involved. And if you send us an email at toptrackpodcast at gmail we may even read your email word for word, word for word. So send us an email. Uh, we're also on Instagram at toptrackpod. You can follow me on Instagram at A-M-M-U-H-L and you at Poseidon. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah, let's go with that. We'll go with that. Uh, So, yeah, check us out, follow us, and keep listening, and we'll see you next week.